This is Levy Brackman with the Wisdom for Business and Life podcast. Now, today, I want to talk about uh, a continuation of last uh, podcast, which was about intrinsic value. And in the last podcast, I discussed, you know, in relative depth about, you know, what fiat currency is. I think we uh, touched upon um, where it came from. And it was originally based on the idea of uh, people bartering. Uh, This thing had value. Potatoes, for example, have value. And therefore, they would barter it for something else of value. But it was based on intrinsic value and how we may have recently become detached from the underlying intrinsic value of things. And how marketplaces and specifically uh, securities and cryptocurrencies allow us to actually get detached from the underlying value. So today I want to talk about the value of intrinsic value and the value in creating things which have intrinsic value and how uh, one should go about that and how actually difficult that is to do, which is why people like to be able to get rich quick. But I'd like to start off with a concept which I think is really interesting, which we find in the Bible. And that is that the Bible is really opposed to the concept of interest. It doesn't like the idea of lending money to somebody who needs that money on interest. In other words, it don't like the concept of making money off your money. And I've always thought about that. You know, that's kind of strange. Why is that? And the traditional explanation is because, well, you know, it's just not right to take advantage of somebody else's disadvantage. So if somebody needs money, they need to borrow money, and now you're going to charge them for that, that just puts them into deeper servitude towards the person who's lending them the money. Not only do they have to pay back the money that they've actually that they've actually borrowed, but they have to pay back an interest in addition to that. And it was always seen, you know, that is like taking advantage of people in their time of need, and therefore is distasteful. And that's the traditional explanation of why the Bible doesn't like um, the idea of interest and charging people interest. Now, I, I think there's something much deeper to it than that, however. And it's not just a distaste for taking advantage of someone's down situation where they need to borrow money, because often people... You borrow money not because they don't have any, but because they would like to have a business or they would like to um, buy some kind of entity or real estate. And uh, borrowing is a good way of doing that. So why would the Bible be opposed to lending interest, period? It should be, you know, don't lend interest to somebody who is at disadvantage, people who are doing it for business they uh, should be able to lend the money on interest. And in fact, if you look at rabbinic teachings, this is what they've done. They've created this thing called a heter iska, which is this concept of that if you're doing it for business, it's kind of really, you know, you're sharing the profit and the lender is really, in a sense, a silent partner in the deal. So it's not technically interest. Okay, fine. That's all, if you like, loopholes in the law. You're saying that your business partners and that the money, the interest being paid is really kind of a preferred return and it's not really interest, that's all fine and good. It's really a loan. So why were the 
people in the Bible opposed to interest. And I think there's something much deeper here. And that is when you're creating a civilization, which is really what was happening uh, in the Bible. It was the creation and the blueprint of a book that was to create a civilization for the ancient Israelites as they were moving into the land of Canaan, the land of Israel. They were thinking about what type of civilization do we want? Do we want a civilization of people who work hard and create value? Or do we want a civilization of investors, of people who make money off their money? They can just sit back and allow money to roll in from the money that they have. What did they want? And they realized that if you're going to build a society based on the fact that some people have money and you lend people the money in order, for whatever reason, even if it's to create businesses, if you create that sort of society, you will end up creating an investor class. And that investor class are people who don't actually create value. All they do is they take their money and they invest it in things which they think will grow in value, not because of their involvement in that thing, not because they're involved in creating the value, but only because they've invested the money and then it goes up in value and then they get more money back or they just make money from the interest. And if you do that, you end up with, a, with, a, with a, a, an investor class, which actually isn't creating intrinsic value at all. All they're doing is making more money from their money. And the more you have of that, the less it becomes attractive to actually work hard to create real value. And you'll have more people striving to um, just make money off their money rather than people who are creating intrinsic value. So if you outlaw the idea of having an ability to charge interest, then what you're really doing is you're really saying that people shouldn't be allowed to make money from their money but people should be making money from intrinsic value. Now, on a previous episode of this podcast, I uh, went into great detail about how really one's time is the thing which is the most precious in one's life. One doesn't get back time. Time once is spent is gone. You can't extend your time in this life, and therefore you should guard your time And instead of selling your time for money, you should allow your money to make money for you. Now, so here I am giving a slightly different perspective. I'm not saying that that is incorrect. I don't want anyone to say, oh, he's contradicting himself. I'm not contradicting myself. I'm just giving a different perspective here. Okay. So you will hear throughout the episodes of this podcast, I give multiple perspectives. Some of them and not all of them are in line with the other because I'm sharing wisdom teachings and some wisdom teachings can contradict others. So here, here is the concept I'm trying to convey here. And that is that not that it's bad to make money from your money, but when a society is built, it has to be built on doers, on builders, on creators, on people who are making and creating true value. That's why you need the people who actually go out there in the field and actually work in the field. You need people who actually can build houses. You need people who can actually do carpentry. You need people who actually can design things. People who actually can make sure that food is is grown from the ground. 
people to make sure that there are houses and people have shelter. All those basic necessities, people can uh, travel from one place to the other. All those things, they require people to get up and work hard and create that value so that people can live in a society. Without that, life becomes very difficult to live in. You, you you don't have all these all these necessities. You can't even think straight unless you have your basic necessities. Well, all those basic necessities, which are which are built, they're all built by people who work hard, and they work hard, but creating that value. And creating value is truly hard to do. It's much easier to sit back and try and get rich quick. Well, if getting rich quick is a real thing, but um, you know, actually going out there. And working hard to create true value is really, really hard. But that is what is required to create a society that is going to be functioning and successful. So when in the Bible, which is a blueprint for the civilization of the Israelites in the land of Israel, they were thinking about, well, what kind of society do we want to build? We want to build one of people who are going to go out there and actually create real value work hard to create real value for society and if you allow for an invest an investor class people who just sit back and just put their money in and just wait for the returns to come then people are going to want to be that investor class and you have too many people in the investor class you don't and you don't have that many people in the creator class you end up without any of the value which needs to be created and everyone suffers so this is the idea of why I think, in a sense, the idea of making money off your money and that's how you live is, in the Bible, is looked down upon. It's actually prohibited. Now, that doesn't mean that it, I think that it's something which one shouldn't do. Again, I think that there's value in uh, creating wealth in a way in which one is able to have one's money work for one. But that doesn't mean that one should be able to sit back and do nothing. You're doing that in order to be able to do other things which are of real value so you don't have to trade your time for money. What's really interesting is if you look around us in society today, what you find is that the people who've managed to create huge value for others are really those who've been incredibly successful financially as well. Just look at the tech world that we live in. People like, you know, Elon Musk, people like Bill Gates and others who've who've built large companies. Think about Steve Jobs, who created Apple. These are people who've created huge, huge value for other people. And that success has redounded to them to huge financial success as well. Jeff Bezos in his creation of Amazon, huge value in people, saving them time and money and effort and and the efficiencies which he was able to drive through the creation of Amazon and all its associated products and services. Huge value has been created for humanity as a whole. This was a person who created huge value. All these people created huge intrinsic value and benefited greatly from it. But then you have also the investor class in this country, Wall Street. Now, Again, I don't want to talk negatively necessarily about Wall Street. 
individuals, but I want to talk about the concept of Wall Street. And again, I am not oblivious to the fact that we need a banking system for the society to move. We need the ability to finance projects. And the, the financing of projects is incredibly valuable in and of itself and is needed for a functioning society. Banking is needed for a functioning society. Finance is needed for a functioning society. All these things are really important, and I'm not saying they shouldn't be there. But what I am saying is that you end up with an investor class, which is venerated in and of itself, when really they should only be seen as a service of the true value creators. You end up with a situation where the investors are somehow put on a pedestal. No, the investors shouldn't be put on a pedestal. Of course, you need the investors, right? You need a bathroom in your house. You can't survive without a bathroom in your house. But no one creates and takes the bathroom and makes that into, well, not nobody, I guess some people might, but very few people say the bathroom is the most important thing. It's needed in the for the functioning of a house, but it's not the most important thing. When one takes the finance and what makes that the most important thing rather than the facilitator of the value creation that's when you end up with a problem everyone's jumping into finance everyone is an investor today everyone's trying to figure out what the next big thing is that they can then take their money and make more money off so the value goes up that's when you end up creating huge bubbles when the focus is taken off the value creation and when the creation of true value is no longer respected as much and everyone has be becomes an investor, everyone is there to try and make their money grow. And that's their main focus. That's when you end up with a situation where you have bubbles and there are fewer people actually creating value. And therefore, go out there and try and find a carpenter. Go in there and try and find someone who can put your drywall up or a framer. There's not that many of them because everyone thinks they can make money from being an investor. They're all going out there and they're trying to make money off Bitcoin. They're trying to make money off crypto. They're trying to make money in the stock market, etc. They're not long-term value creators. They're just trying to make money off their money. Bubbles get created and it becomes much more expensive to get normal things done, which or, which are create value because all the people who would be creating that value who would otherwise be carpenters, otherwise who would be framers, people who otherwise would be plumbers, there are instead their investors because people respect the investor class more than they respect the creator class. And therefore you end up with this situation where everything is much more expensive for everyone and it turns into a bubble because, as we said in the previous episode, people lose focus and are detached from the intrinsic value in the sense of what the intrinsic value actually is. But in this case, there's something else I'm talking about, which is people lose respect for the creation of intrinsic value. And therefore, they don't create intrinsic value. Instead, they're doing something else. They're trying to invest in things. And they're not even trying to invest in things which are going to create intrinsic value. They're investing in things which they just think is, are going to go up in value. And therefore, they can then sell it to somebody else for a higher price. 
So they're not even investing in real estate, for example, which is intrinsic value. They're not investing in, <coughs> in the creation of a company, which is going to create intrinsic value. They're not investing in, the, in science. They're not investing in the next great invention. They're not investing in something which is going to cure cancer or some other disease. They're just investing in something which they hope will go up in value so they can sell to somebody else for a higher price and make money. It's pure air that they're investing in. And that's what people are doing. It's all about, you know, driving up the value of something to make money, to sell, sorry, to sell it to somebody else for a higher price so they can make money. There is no value creation here. There's actually a lack of respect for value creation. They're investing in things. It's pure speculation, pure speculation. That's what it is. And when you end up with a situation where people are all speculating, they're all the investor class and they lack respect for creation, for the creation of intrinsic value. And they're not investing in things. They're not using their money to invest in things that create intrinsic value. You end up with this bubble. So just as I was talking here today, I got this alert on my phone, which says that Jamie Dimon, the CEO of JP Morgan Chase, has said that a hurricane is about to hit this economy. And obviously, you know, I'm doing this podcast and I didn't look at exactly where it was coming from. But this is one of many alerts that people are coming along and saying that there's going to be real trouble in the economy ahead. And the question is, why? Well, I think this is part of the reason that we've come into a place where money has been free and easy and people have then focused on how can I make more money off my money without focusing on creating intrinsic value. So here maybe is the crux of the difference between what I am saying about making money of your money and therefore freeing up your time and the concept of making money off your money by trying to invest in something and then having the price go up and sell it for higher to somebody else who's willing to pay a higher price. When I say make money off your money, what I'm really trying to say is invest in something which creates intrinsic value. And when that thing which is creating intrinsic value continues to create intrinsic value, even without your active participation, it, it will continue to pay dividends to you. Investing in real estate is one example of that. You are investing in something which continues to create intrinsic value because it is offering shelter of some sort to people, and therefore people will continue to pay for that. But if you're just investing in something, even if it's in real estate, because you hope it's going to go up and then you can sell it for a buck, that's not what I'm talking about. Okay, so when I say make your money for make your money work for you, I'm talking about invest in something which is going to continue to create intrinsic value. Whereas if you're just purely speculating and you're just hoping that the that what you invest in will go up in value and then you'll sell it for a higher price, so you can make money, that it might be a strategy, it might work for some people, but I don't think it is a from a values perspective, the right thing to do. From a values perspective, if we're trying to build a society which is going to be fully functioning, we need to be focusing on the creation of value. Now, as someone who believes in this and spends a lot of time trying to create intrinsic value, I'm going to admit creating value is really, really hard. Just recently, I met someone uh, who I've known for a while at uh, an event. And uh, he came up with a new business idea. And the business idea seemed to me to be a pretty good idea. And it involved a mass market product, 
won't necessarily go into the details here because that's not the important part of the story. And he said to me, you know, what would it take to do this? And I said, well, two years of really, really hard work and maybe, you know, $500,000 of investment and then you're getting off to first base. The realities are that people think creating intrinsic value is easy. You just create it and therefore there you go. The reality is not the case. You see these people, startup founders, and six months after founding, they've raised five, six billion dollars and they've got a product out there and it's working, etc. It's very, very rare that that's actually the case. It happens occasionally, but mostly, mostly, when you create something which is of true value, it takes an amazing amount of work and effort and time and only after putting in all that time and effort will you perhaps have created true value. Think about just like, you know, trying to in the olden days, it's when, when they wanted to plow the field and sow the field and, and, then, and then, you know, the crop would grow and they would have to cut down the crop and gather it all together, et cetera, et cetera. We now have machines doing this. But back then, I mean, this took a tremendous amount of effort. They were creating real value. People had to be able to eat. And in order to be able to eat, you had to create this value. But it was huge effort. It is the same thing today. Perhaps we have machines which can do some of that menial work. But it's just gone up the food chain, so to speak. In other words, the value creation is still incredibly, incredibly hard higher up the food chain. Perhaps even harder than it's ever been. Because back then, it was something you pretty well known that this is what you do you go out there and if you if you if you follow the formula although it might be back-breaking work you will end up with a crop today when you're trying to create value trying to build something brand new which hasn't been created before but which is going to solve real problems in the universe those that's really really hard today to do even harder than it was in the past And that's why a lot of people don't want to do it. A lot of people just want to sit back and be part of the investor class because they would rather just speculate and get rich quick. When you have a whole society which thinks they can get rich quick, you end up with real trouble in the economy. So what's the answer? What's the solution? The solution is to double down on value creation. This is a time right now, if we're going to hit a recession, If the hurricane, as Jamie Dimon says, is really coming in the economy, it's time to double down on value creation. It's the time now to think about what value can you bring to the world, which you uniquely can add and double down on that value creation, whether it's honing your skills, getting better at what you do so you can add more and create more value, whether it's starting that new business, which is going to solve a problem that you always thought could solve. Or whatever it is which involves creating true and intrinsic value in the world, that's what you should double down on now. Because those people who create real value in the world, they're always rewarded. Always. Because value is always going to be something that can be measured. If you can't measure it, it's not valuable. And if it can drop in price suddenly and massively, it probably never had value to begin with. Therefore, Right now, as we potentially hitting hard times, the solution is focus on creating value. It will pay off dividends massively. This has been Levy Brackman with the Wisdom for Business and Life podcast. And uh, thank you so much for listening. And until next time, 
have a wonderful day and a good week.